Hello, everyone, and welcome to Petite to Queen's Practical Wisdoms for Life podcast. I'm your host, Lynn, and today I'm joined by Amanda and our special guest. Oh, yeah. Hi, Amanda. <laughs> and our special guest, Rosemary Anthony. Hi, you guys. Yes, Rosemary is the face, the brain, and the soul behind Brazen Living, a website dedicated to helping people step out of their comfort zones, which I love. Um, In addition to writing inspiring and informative blogs, Rosemary also offers two online courses, one on how to power up your social skills using psychological principles, and the other is on how to make people like you instantly. Woo! So, um, yeah, today we're gonna, <laughs> going to talk about the importance of trying new things and moving outside of your comfort zone. So this is a really great topic, which I love, because ultimately this will lead to personal growth. And it's, the, it's actually this crossover in ideas of how we met Rosemary. And so we are so glad to have you on our podcast. Um, welcome, Rosemary. Thank you very much, Lynn. It's great to be here. Um, I'm really excited to talk about today's topic. It's it's uh, it's my thing. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get right into it. So, mm-hmm. you know, Rosemary, Brazen Living, you write a lot about trying new things and getting outside of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. I would love to hear what originally inspired you to write about this topic. I actually am very familiar with comfort zones because I lived in my comfort zone for decades, (laughs) Uh, quite frankly, for 33 years, 32 years. Um, I was living a very boring life. Um, The most exciting thing uh, I would do back in those days um, is opening the page of a new book, uh, a novel. Uh, That was my hobby. I did what was expected of me. I had very poor social skills. I didn't know how to talk to people. Um, I suppressed all my childhood dreams, you know, like I wanted to travel around the world. I wanted to publish books and things like that. Um, But, you know, I I was very comfortable. I I went to work, I I came back, I read my books. um, And and that kept me in a very um, sheltered, Uh, situation because there are no risks when you're doing what you're familiar with, what you're comfortable with. Um, But I quickly realized my life is dull. It's very boring. I'm not growing. Something needs to change. And finally, in 2013, I broke out of my shell. Uh, I said yes to all the suggestions that my friends gave. Like, I, I no longer said, no, I can't do this. Oh, no, this is against my principles and things like that. I just let it all go and I started saying yes. Uh, I started traveling more. Uh, I talked to people more. And during this time, I actually discovered something, um, that the world is actually not so bad. You know, the risks that you take uh, that I, I used to, um, sort of like amplify it too much. I would say things like, if I did this, A, B, and C would happen and they would all be negative. But that's not how reality is. Things are always uh, blown out of proportion in our minds, or at least it was in my mind. Um, And I realized life can be really exciting when you start taking risks um, and that life is not so scary uh, when you actually step out of your comfort zone. And that's when I sort of like, I started thinking, I I need to make this my mission because 
if I don't, if I didn't know this, if I didn't know that stepping out of my comfort zone would lead to such an exciting life, how many others don't know it either? Um, so I sort of made it my mission to help others discover what I have already discovered, um, to change their lives um, and change their routines from just watching Netflix every night after work or scrolling <laughs> through a Facebook page. Um, yeah, I think that's that's what a lot of people are doing these days. And then they complain, my life is so dull, my life is so boring, I need more adventure. Um, but those things are not within your comfort zone. So this is something that I've discovered through painful ways. <laughs> so yeah, my blog is, is, is aimed at achieving that, helping people to step out of their comfort zone and see exactly what is out there. And it's not so scary, to be honest, yeah. Yeah, I, I really love that. I was going to say, like, I really identify with what you're describing of yourself. You know, I've also always been, you know, not super sociable. And I've always had my nose in a book. That's kind of been my <laughs> hobby my whole life. So yeah, I yeah. really, yeah, it, I feel like um, you and I are kindred spirits in that way. And yeah, I feel like yeah. I, I could totally have used Raisin Living, you know, several years ago to help me get out of my comfort zone finally. Oh, <laughs> and that's the thing. That's the thing. If you and I are like that, I'm sure there are tons more people out there um, who just are looking for ways. Uh, and there are ways. Um, I, I probably will share later uh, how I actually came out of it. I'll probably give some examples. But yeah, Brazen Living, I think, is a great start, uh, a great place to start. Yeah, yeah I I agree. And I, one of the things I really picked up on that you said, Rosemary, is, you know, imagining the negative, all the worst case scenarios. And that's yeah, one yeah. thing I really work on for me as I look, I do go through that all the time. What's the worst thing that can happen? And mm. because when I look at that, it's sort of like it helps dissipate any kind of fear of, of stepping out of your comfort zone, trying something new, taking a chance, taking a risk. But there's this scenario of what's the best thing that ha can happen, what's the most likely thing that will happen, and what's mm -hmm. the worst thing that can happen. And and honestly, it's usually that one in the middle, what's the most likely to happen. But <laughs> by acknowledging the worst thing or, you know, and what we're projecting, you know, these self-limiting beliefs that we're projecting, it really does help you, you know, identify what's holding you back. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think if you really sit down and you think about uh, your thoughts, um, really think about what you what is stopping you. What what you're, it's it all begins in the head. I think you 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 start telling stories in your head, uh, and if you can correct that in the beginning and start slowly coming out of that uh, that negative. Um, beliefs. I think it's a, it's a great start. It's instead of you know living in it and then believing that's what it is. It's the absolute truth. Um, that for me actually was challenging in the beginning to let go of all those because those fears, those those self-limiting beliefs. Um, for me at least, it was protecting me for a very long time from getting hurt. Um, but. You know, it's a bad idea to go through life thinking, oh, I should never get hurt. I don't think it's a good life to live, at least not anymore. Once upon a time, yeah. Uh, but at some point, I realized it's not a healthy thing to cling to. Right. No, I fully agree. So I was looking through your website, and I noticed you have a lot of in-depth lists of ideas that people can try, whether as a one-time experience or as a new daily habit. 
And I was wondering, how do you come up with so many unique and interesting ideas? <laughs> uh, okay, I have to admit, uh, most of these ideas are not original at all. <laughs> it's not like I've sat down and I thought about them. Uh, what I do, though, is whenever I come across some kind of an, um, an obstacle or a challenge, um, I sit down and I think about, oh, boy, we have a challenge. How am I going to overcome this? How, uh, what am I going to do? Um, I'll give you an example. Recently, um, I wanted to send someone really far away, someone in Europe, uh, a mail. And I didn't want to spend too much. I didn't want to send a, a package. I wanted it to be something that can fit in an envelope, but I didn't want it to be a card. That would be so typical. Um, so I was like, okay, what else can I do? I need to be creative here. And uh, my creativity sort of like ran out, I guess. So I started Googling. I looked into Pinterest and I actually found out something really interesting. I found this thing called uh, pocket letters. Uh, I don't know if you've, any of you have heard this before, a pocket letter. Um, I don't think so. Yeah, it's actually a very interesting concept. It's basically baseball card. Uh, slots, the, the, the little plastic sheet. Um, it's got nine little pockets and you can put little things in the in the pocket. So hmm. um, you can insert a letter in one of the pockets and then maybe two sachets of tea. Um, anything that is flat that fits into the pocket, well basically you can put it in there. So you can put nine different things, fold it into a three and then put it in an envelope and you can send it across. It's not as expensive as sending a parcel across, uh, but it's not as cheap as sending a card across either. It's somewhere in between. Um, it was something that I could afford. Uh, I felt comfortable doing it and I thought, hey, this is creative. It's fun. And I think the other person wouldn't have seen something like this and they would enjoy it too. So that's something that I discovered this year when I was looking for a solution to my problem. So most of the things that I discover, um, like ideas, what to do, how to spend my time, or um, how to be creative, or how to present certain things in a different way so that um, other people find it interesting. Um, most of it, I Google it, um, or I look into Pinterest. Pinterest has a lot of ideas. Um, and what I do is I take it and I modify it a little bit because, um, you know, I, I I like, you know, having a little bit of my own touch, my own style in it. <laughs> so <laughs> that's basically what I do. Uh, my source has always been Pinterest and Google. And, and uh, sometimes I talk to people as well. I always get good ideas from my best friends. Um, yeah, so all the lists of things that you've seen on my blog, it's, it's usually uh, modified from other people's ideas. Um, yeah, and, and I find that very interesting. Yeah, but that's a really great resource because you're curating all these different ideas and putting them together so it's easy for someone to find them, um, yeah. especially depending on what kind of issue it is that they're going through or what kind of breakthrough they want to have. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's quite exciting because everything that I discover for the blog, I also make it a point to try it myself. Um, but you know, sometimes the volume of my writing is, is, is quite high. I publish at least um, two or three uh, posts a week. So sometimes I don't really have the time to try it immediately, but I always file it away so that in the future um, I can always give it a try. Um, and I'm I'm always trying to expand uh, the lists so that it's not only targeted to a certain group of people. Recently I wrote a post that 
uh, was meant for uh, single people. How do they uh, spend their time? If they're feeling lonely, what can they do? If they miss uh, social interaction uh, because they're single, sometimes you know you don't always have people around you. What can you do uh, to overcome that sense of loneliness? So I'm trying to add as much as I can to help people um, in their own unique situation, because not everybody is the same. Everybody has um, different circumstances. And I, uh, my blog is relatively new. I only started it early this year, but I'm, I'm doing my best to add as much um, uh, ideas as I can to help as many people as I can. Yeah, well, I think you're doing a wonderful job. And actually, something Aww. you said really to be my next question I had for you. Um, <laughs> one of your blogs that I really liked was, um, it's called 60 Creative Tasks to Challenge Yourself to Step Outside of Your Comfort Zone. And I was wondering, um, out of those 60 um, items that you mentioned, which, one, which ones were your top five favorites and which ones have you tried? Um, I've actually tried, I think I'll begin with what I've tried first. Um, I've tried quite a number of uh, things on that list. Uh, the first thing that I can remember is uh, making three new friends online. <laughs> um, I still remember last year, I was quite crazy about this whole idea of making online friends. So I downloaded this, it's, it's actually quite a crappy app. I wouldn't really... Uh, recommend it to people because there were some really strange people on that app. I met some really strange people, but I also met some really wonderful people. Um, and I actually made more than three friends online. I still keep in touch with them. Um, and I think that is something um, that everybody can do. It's, it's something that I would suggest um, everybody give a shot at. I mean, give it a try. Um, it's, it's always well, it's, it, I think it's a matter of opinion. Some people might say that meeting people in real life is much better than meeting people online. Um, but there is no harm in actually meeting people online and making friends online, especially if you are not very confident socially. Uh, if, if meeting people face to face uh, gives you a lot of nervousness, makes you uh, 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 anxious, then you know, start with online, going online, making friends online. Um, I think it's it's a great start. It's a great place to start uh, to start meeting people and to polish your communication skills uh, before you start meeting people face to face um, and and have that confidence to build a long term relationship or friendship. Um, the second thing that I've done is. Um, <laughs> this one is probably going to sound strange. Um, there was, I think, one um, idea uh, or challenge in, in that post that you mentioned. It was about um, researching something that you would normally, uh, you wouldn't normally research about or read about or be interested in. Uh, that for me was reading or understanding more about World War II <laughs> um, and the situation um, in Europe at that time. So I read all about Hitler. I, I read all about the Nazis. I downloaded as much, uh, as many documentaries as I could. Um, I even borrowed some books uh, to read about it. And, and I thought, uh, ordinarily, it's not a subject that I would want to research. But, you know, when you just get into the mood, you feel like doing something, you just go all in. Um, and, you know, one thing leads to another. 
uh, for me, at least that was the case. I was researching this small little topic about Hitler and then it said something and I was like, hey, what does this mean? And then I started digging deeper, going deeper and deeper and then took me to different resources until I knew quite a lot about World War II. Um, so it's, it's very interesting. Um, you can make your life interesting by thinking about the things that you normally don't think about. Um, it, it just takes a little spark. Uh, your curiosity, you know, arouses your curiosity in one small little thing. And then if you dig deeper and then it takes you further and further until you actually show some interest in it. Actually, that's what happened to me. Like I said, ordinarily, I wouldn't want to read about World War II. I read about this stuff for exam many, 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 many years ago. And then after that, oh, I was done with it. I scored it. I'm, I'm happy. I don't want to look at it again. Um, but yeah, this was interesting. Once I got started, when I, when I started digging, I thought it was very interesting. Um, <laughs> cooking is also another thing that I really like. Uh, and I think one of the things that I suggested was cooking uh, or trying to cook something new. Um, I'm not a very good cook, by the way. Um, my family, <laughs> I have to admit, my family doesn't really enjoy when I cook something. <laughs> but for some reason, I enjoy it. <laughs> so recently, very, very recently, I made bruschetta. <laughs> That's how the Italian I met taught me how to say it, bruschetta. Um, I've also made so, um, tried making a homemade burger myself. Um, these are not major achievements, all these things that I'm talking about, but these are just small little things that make your life exciting. It take, diverts you from your daily routine. Um, that's one of the things I did. Um, and then I also sent someone a thank you card. Um, okay, this one is... Uh, a two-hour meal. I remember I mentioned this as well. And this is something that I love to do because uh, I am very accustomed. I'm not working anymore. I, I don't work for someone else. Uh, but I'm very accustomed to having 15 to 20-minute uh, meals every day for lunch. Uh, that's the only amount of time that I have when I go to work. So meals have to be taken really fast, whether it's hot or cold or whatever. You just swallow and you get back to work. Um, I'm telling you, it's, it's no way to enjoy food. Uh, <laughs> especially where I live in, we have, I mean, food is a big deal where I live, where I come from. And, and you don't just swallow food and then you run off. Um, but that, that's, that's just the way it is. When you work, you have to eat very quickly. But I found when I started traveling, I made it a point to spend at least two hours um, enjoying my meal. It doesn't matter if it's lunch or dinner, uh, but I spend at least two hours uh, just enjoying my meal, one course, the next course, my wine, my water, dessert. Um, and it is unbelievably satisfying. <laughs> you, you can't do this every day, but it's, it's, it's really a challenge to find two hours a day to sit down and have a meal. For most people, this is impossible. Um, but once you start doing it, or if, if you give it a try, it's really, it's something else. It, 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 it makes you feel like you really care for yourself. You're really taking care of yourself. Uh, I also tried fasting for a week. So I survived basically on water and bread alone for seven days. <laughs> uh -oh. Yeah, 
<laughs> I lost a lot of weight, let me tell you that. <laughs> that would probably be the hardest for me out of all the ones that you've suggested so far. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, those are just one of the challenges from the 60 creative tasks that you mentioned at the post. Yeah. Yeah. Well, those are all they're all wonderful suggestions and I really like how it allows you to try something new or learn about something new or or at least have something interesting to remember and to talk about and you know spark some conversations with people yeah, <laughs> and you, you definitely learn something new about yourself as well for example this cooking thing I never knew I could actually make homemade burger the patty uh, but once I tried it, it was like hey it's not so bad and in fact it's probably the only recipe that my family likes. Uh, my sister, because <laughs> my sister was telling me yesterday, "Hey, do you know I still make that patty myself? It's so much healthier. It's so much better." I was like, "Hey, I must have done something right." <laughs> oh wow, those are those are so fun, and I think that everything you're describing, even little things like cooking and, and trying something new, like you said, getting out of your comfort zone of maybe the type yeah. of cuisine or the type of, um, uh, you know, ingredients uh, or the mm -hmm. method. It, it's, it, it, is, it is pushing your boundaries. And so when you're thinking about that, trying these different new things, whatever they are, whether it's cooking or um, fasting for five days, <laughs> um, I, you know, they definitely can be a, a form of self-improvement. And how, how does that tie in with what you're doing? Um, the way I look at it is uh, trying new things. The definition of new things could be something that is completely new uh, that you didn't know about before. Or it could be just something that you're not comfortable with. You, you know its existence, but you don't want to go near it because it's not something that you're familiar with. Um, and trying new things is essentially changing what you're familiar with. You're either going into territories you're not familiar with at all, or you are just not comfortable with it. Um, and change, as we know, is not something that a lot of people are comfortable with. Um, but change is also where growth is. Change is what will allow you to experience new things, um, understand things that you never knew before, um, meet new people and build your resilience. So I definitely think it's a form of self-improvement. Uh, the more you try new things, the further you push the boundaries of your comfort zone. Uh, and the best part is the more fearless you become. Everything that, that seems so uh, murky, dangerous, um, you know, you don't know what is around the bend. The more you push your comfort zone, the boundaries of your comfort zone, the more you start thinking, hey, it's okay. I've, I've done something like this before. I don't think it will be that bad. I can cope with it. You you become a different person. You, 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 you become stronger. Uh, you become more confident and you're not so terrified of of certain things anymore. And I think that's definitely a form of self-improvement. And this is something that I try to incorporate in my life uh, as much as I possibly can. Yeah, yeah, that's terrific. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I think the more you push yourself forward into things that you've never done before, you don't know much about, it, it is improving you because it's, it's widening your knowledge and your skills and 
make you Absolutely. a bit more fearless. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and I've seen I've seen this happen to me because I started this crazy idea of trying new things in 2013. And if you compare the person that I was back then to who I am today, <laughs> you wouldn't recognize me. <laughs> Even I don't recognize myself anymore. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, something that we've we've talked about a little bit throughout the podcast is how trying new things especially when they're outside of your comfort zone, can be really difficult. Um, there's a certain fear factor and you imagine worst case scenarios about what could happen. How can people go into this with an optimistic frame of mind and get the most out of it? Uh, the first thing that I tell everybody who asks me this question is start with the simplest uh, challenge first. Uh, you want to start small. You don't want to go in and straight away want to conquer the world. It's it's going to damage your self-esteem a lot if you don't get it right the first time. And chances of the chances of you getting it right the first time is quite slim. So don't go there. I wouldn't advise that. Um, I'll tell you a little story. I have always been terrified of airports ever since I was a kid. Uh, the security, the baggage, the procedure. Everything about airports terrified me, but I had this huge dream in my heart that one day I want to travel the world uh, myself alone. Um, but essentially, I was afraid of airports. So what I did was in 2013, that's when I started this whole thing uh, in 2013 and decided this can no longer be this way. I have to break out of my shell. And if I keep being afraid of these things, I will never achieve anything in my life that makes me happy. Um, so I decided, you know, I'm going to go to Italy. I am going to go to Italy on my own. Um, how I'm going to do it, I don't know. Um, but, you know, later I formed a, a little plan where I first started to uh, travel to the next state by myself uh, for three days. Uh, it's not very far away. It's a place that I'm very familiar with, although I've never been there before. Um, we all speak the same language. Um, the culture is the same. So mm, not really pushing my, uh, not really challenging my comfort zone. Once I could do that, because I don't even I didn't even know at that time if I would be comfortable with my own company for three days, just me alone. Um, but as soon as I did it, I was like, hey, this is not bad. I actually enjoyed myself. I had a map in my hand and I walked all through the town and I, I didn't get lost. Even when I got lost, I just asked some people for my way back and it wasn't a big deal. So once I managed to do that, then I was like, hmm, OK, I can travel on my own. So what can I do next? How do I go from here to Italy? And I was like, okay, the next next one is going to be an international uh, destination. And I selected the country that is next to my country, which is Thailand. <laughs> I went to Thailand, but the thing is I had to fly across because I was planning to stay in an island. Uh, so first I had to fly into this obscure place and then from there take the boat uh, to this island. It's a very long journey. But I said to myself, you know, I have to do this. So the first hurdle is airports. God, I'm terrified of airports. How am I going to do this? So I read everything I could about airports, about the security procedures, what would be expected of me, uh, what do I need to do, how do I not get into trouble while I'm in, in this airport and when I'm across the sea in the other airport. 
I read all about it and you know what? It wasn't that difficult at all. You just follow the arrows. I don't know why I was so afraid in the first place. Um, so I managed to get to Thailand. I had a wonderful seven days. I spent wonderful seven days there, made loads of friends. Um, and when I came back, I was like, okay, now I'm ready for Italy. I can do this. I can do this. Uh, and then in October, 2013, I just went for it. I, I finally, great. yeah, I mean, from it, it's, I started small. That's basically what I'm trying to say. It started small. I did what was comfortable for me first. And then I pushed the boundary slightly um, uh, over the months until finally I took the big leap. And I, w I was in Italy for two weeks just by myself. Uh, it was terrifying. But you know what? I have never had that much of fun in my life until that that time um, it's traveling solo is is it was the thing that opened my eyes and made me realize if i only dared to step out of my comfort zone there is a whole new world out there that you have just not imagined before and it's beautiful it's beautiful yeah, that's such oh, yeah. a wonderful story it's so inspiring and i i love it um, I love how taking baby steps can lead you to such amazing experiences, and and I think that's just wonderful. Yeah, one yeah. thing I just like to add is that people always think about the fear. You know, oh my God, I'm going to do this. How is it going to turn out? Um, what I do personally to you can't do anything about the fear. The fear is always going to be there. You have to do it despite the fear. Uh, but what I do is I try to amplify the excitement instead. I try to tell myself, hey, it's scary. Okay, but if you did it, this, this, and this would happen. And it's so exciting. Can you imagine? And when I psych myself up like that, um, the fear doesn't go away, but it just gets muted down a little bit uh, to a level that you can, you know, put your foot in front and keep going. Uh, the excitement becomes a lot bigger and it's it kind of like propels you forward at least that's how it works for me if, if you're really struggling with it you can give it a try no yeah. i think always you know doing those incremental steps i mean it's yep. a way that you're basically each time you're learning and you're you're stretching yourself like a rubber band but you're yep. not stretching yourself to the breaking point instead you're just sort of testing and and making these these uh, small stretches, and then um, you can also make some adjustments from refinements, you know, and it's it's all a part of that learning process, you know, yeah. and if, if you really think about it in its most basic form, think about babies, you know, they've got to learn how to roll over, you know, and then they sort of learn yeah. how to get up on their, their, you know, their knees, they start to crawl, then they have to learn how to pull themselves up. And, you know, yeah, they fall, <laughs> they fall, but they just keep trying it. Same thing as riding a bike. And um, when you're a child and in 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 picturing in your mind what it's going to feel like to be able to ride that bike and have the wind in your hair. Um, mm -hmm that visualization is really great. So, you know, here we are, we're trying and talking about all these things about trying something new and getting mm -hmm. out of your comfort zone. And I think you've already addressed this, but I'd love to hear, um, you know, a, sort of a s summation of how this has changed your life for the better. Uh, wow. Uh, <laughs> this is, this is, um, 
this is a very profound question for me because <laughs> like I said from 2013 now it's 2019 I've never stopped trying new things and learning new stuff um, just to sum it up I can say that I'm, I'm a lot more confident today because of the, the, the challenges that I've taken uh, the way that I've tried new things I have much better social skills now um, I don't get easily scared. I'm not afraid of talking to strangers. Um, I've achieved some pretty cool stuff too, if I should say so myself. I've traveled <laughs> alone to about, what, six, seven countries in three different continents by myself. Um, I've published two books, self-published two books. Um, I've appeared in a small little local news portal. Um, I've started a blog, which I'm, it's, it's still very new, like I said, but I'm, I'm very, very proud of it. Um, I've met the love of my life. <laughs> uh, the best part, I guess, is um, because I keep trying new things and I'm not afraid anymore. Um, I know that my life will never be boring again. It will never be what it was before 2013. Um, I don't exactly know how my next five years would be, but I definitely think it will be exciting, even though I don't know where exactly I'm going to end up. But um, I'm, I'm always open to new ideas. I'm always saying yes to things that I've never experienced before. So it has to be exciting. I'm going to fail. I'm going to fall. I'm going to hurt myself. That's definitely going to happen. But at the end of it, I know I'm going to be somewhere stronger, uh, more resilient, and capable of uh, uplifting others who are struggling on their own journeys. That is absolutely inspirational. I love what you've, and thank you so much for sharing your insights, Rosemary. Uh, and, and really, just through your stories, you've really articulated how valuable it is to try new things and explore what's beyond your comfort zone. Thank you so much. You're welcome. It's been a pleasure, Lynn. Well, and it has been such a great discussion for everybody. Um, if you have ideas and you'd like to share, um, we'd love to hear from you. You can make a comment um, in our comment section. You can email us. You can post on our social channels. But um, also, if you have a, an idea, a suggestion for a topic or a discussion, please email us Email us at jointheconversationatpetitetoqueen.com. And to stay current with all of our insightful advice and breakthrough advantages, sign up for our weekly wisdoms. Thank you for listening. Bye.